they don't know because they're fucking dickheads. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Ancient Slumber Podcast, show number 20. We made it. Uh, my name is Chris Ward, and joining me for a chat about some things uh, is Myron Schmidt. How are you doing, Myron? Great. How are you, Chris? I'm very well. This is the most anticipated show of our 20. This is going to be explosive <laughs> stuff. <laughs> if bad language offends you, then what the fuck are you doing listening to this? Exactly. But before we do that, I just want to make a little correction. Uh, we did our little um, Killing of America show not so long ago. And apparently I have been informed by a gentleman called Cliff via Letterbox who told me that it is now available in America. Well, you know, I noticed on a Facebook group that, that somebody uh, was waiting for their copy. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Interesting. It's weird. The press release I had for the UK release said, uh, you know, never been released in America. So that's the information I went on. But apparently Severin have released it in the States. So I recommend all our US uh, listeners go and pick a copy up because it's good. I'll be a son of a gun. You can go and purchase it tomorrow, can't you? Well, I think you can now. (laughs) Oh, goodness. But it was a good one. It was a good one. I quite like that little mini episode thing. We might have to do more of them. I think so, too. I, I really enjoyed that myself. Yeah. Even though we were a little bit more serious on that one. Well, serious times and all that stuff. Yes, but I don't think we're going to be quite so serious today, are we? Yes, we are. These are serious movies. They're not even movies, let alone serious fucking movies. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I also wanted to mention as well, we've been going for over a year now. We have? Yeah, our first show came out in uh, October 2015, so we've been going over a year. We forgot. Wow, we just we just completely blew any kind of annual celebration right out the window, didn't we? <laughs> we want to celebrate this nonsense? Okay, no. Yeah, I gotcha. I know what you're saying. <laughs> oh, well, never mind. Yeah, so we're 20 shows in, we're a year old, and we're still going. So, you know, we're doing something right. Yeah, exactly. We haven't been told well, to piss off just yet. Right, right. And we might have, like, what, I don't know, three or four listeners by this point. We might do. I say, we haven't been told to piss off just yet, but I've come pretty close. Look at my my Twitter feed. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, anyway. Right, yes, if you didn't know, today we are doing Paranormal Activity. Ooh. Ooh. Or Inactivity, as the case may be. As the case may be. And we're going to do all six films. All six as a block. We are. We're yeah. going to go through them all in the space of about two minutes, because that's all that's worth. Unless you've got more to say about them than I have. I have more to say about them than you. Oh, you'll be leading the charge on these then. Yeah, I know I will. I know. Anyway, before we get to that, um, have you bought anything recently? You know, I have. I really, I, I have. Let's play a jingle and we can talk about it. What we've been buying. What we've been buying. 
Right, there's the uh, professionally recorded jingle, which I'm not changing because I like it. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) What have you been buying? I bought a couple of new releases. Yeah. When they came out, I bought Lights Out and Don't Breathe just got released over here. All right. Uh, We don't get them till next month, I don't think. Yep, yep. And then I picked up a couple of uh, Golden Oldies, Willow Creek. Shh, don't say anything. Have I seen that? I don't know if I've seen that. Oh, you haven't seen it. You're not. You're not going to watch it. It's uh, Bobcat Goldway. Oh uh, no, I have, no, I haven't seen that. No, no, no. I have heard of it. Sound footage, Bigfoot. You're not going to watch it. Don't worry. Um, picked <laughs> up a little movie called Host. Oh, what host or the host? Host. Okay, not the Korean film. The Korean film, The Host. Sorry. Oh right, yeah, it is the Korean. Film. Oh right, okay, yeah. No, 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 no. Not the Stephanie Meyer thing. No, 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 no. Can we clarify? Are we talking about the Korean film? Yes. Right, okay. Yes, the Korean film. Korean oh. film. Not Stephanie Meyer, Korean. Have you watched it yet? Yes, I've seen it. It's you... great. Love it. It's a bit long-winded, I think. It's uh, Asian horror, so they're all sometimes a bit long Yeah, I do like the monster stuff in it, though. That is uh, very well done, I think. It, it is. Love it. Picked up a little Spanish field called The Orphanage. Oh, yes. Love that one. That's a good one, yes. Picked up Something called Mulberry Street. Not bad. Oh, that's a zombie film. Yes, I have that. Yes. Yep. 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 And then finally, I picked up The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Ah. We we spoke about that last time, didn't we? We did. We did. It was pretty good. Yeah, that's on Netflix over here, I think. Yeah, no, not over here, unfortunately. Nah. Oh, well, quite a little haul then. Yeah, most of those I picked up used. I picked up uh, Lights Out and Don't Breathe were new releases. All the other ones I picked up for a grand total of about a 20 spot. So. That's not too bad, is it? No, not at all. Not at all. Wow. Uh, yeah, I've been doing quite well, actually. Um, Arrow Video over here did a uh, Black Friday sale. So uh, Really? Yeah, a lot of their Blu-rays were down to like four ninety nine each. So I, oh. I picked uh, Pit Stop. The Roger Corman. Did you fondle yourself in the store as you were looking at the $4 Arrow video? Uh, well, you know, I might get a slight tingling down south when I look at these things. <laughs> Luckily, I wasn't in a store. I was on my, uh, on my computer, so that wasn't too bad. Ah! <laughs> fondle away. Oh, I fondle away indeed. Yes, I picked up Pit Stop, car racing film with Sid Hagen <laughs> from the 60s, which is great. <laughs> I also picked up another Sid Haig film, uh, Spider Baby, which is fantastic. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because you're his double. I know. <laughs> My doppelganger. Even the missus thinks so. I know. She thinks that action figure's me. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, I picked up Mark of the Devil. Have you seen that one? Mark of the Devil. What year? Oh, it's very early 70s. It's got Udo Kier in it. No. No, I haven't. Oh, that's. I think you might like that one. It's a bit of a sort of Middle Ages Witchfinder General type thing. Okay. Quite violent, quite graphic. It's very good. And I picked up Frivolous Lola. Never even heard of that one. Erotic comedy. European. Lots of <laughs> arse cheeks and naked tits. Which is okay. the only way to have them as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Ding dong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I picked up those for four ninety nine each, which was wonderful. And I also picked up uh from Classic Films Direct, they did a Black Friday twenty percent off. I picked up Hills Have Eyes two on Blu-ray. Okay. The original Wes Craven one. Um I know it's not very good, but it's the only one I didn't have on Blu-ray, so I picked it up while it was cheap. 
Gotcha. So I've got them all on Blu-ray. Uh, and I've also picked up the Tremors Attack Pack. Yes. Seven pounds in Asda, if any UK listeners want to pick that up themselves. You know, you can't go wrong with that. No, that's very good. I probably would have paid seven pounds for that too, you yeah. know? So you've got the first four Tremors films in there. So I've been uh, watching, oh, I watched Tremors 2 last night. I've never seen the sequels before. So. Really? Okay. I think all of them are direct to video, correct? All except the first one, I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. I meant all the sequels, sorry. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was good fun. And what else did I buy? I did buy something else, which I was going to mention. Oh, I got Batman Return of the Cape Crusaders on Blu-ray. That's an animated one, correct? Animated with the voices of Adam West, Burt Ward, and Judy Numa, and it's fantastic. She plays Catwoman or Batgirl? Uh, Catwoman. Oh, yes, I remember. Yes. Mm. So, yeah, a bit of 60s Batman love, which I absolutely do adore it. So, uh, yeah, that's all good fun. So, yeah, I've had quite a nice little haul as well. Yeah, yeah. Great time of the year, and then right after Christmas, they all go on sale because they want to move their stock. I love it. Well, that's it. I'm hoping in the sale, I want to get Suicide Squad and X-Men Apocalypse, but I don't want to pay full whack for them, so. Ah, uh, okay, I got gotcha. you. I'm going to wait till the Christmas you. sales, and I'll probably pick those up. Yep. I got so many movies because I um, I took my son to Charlotte, and we, I stopped in at a, a massive used video store, so it was, uh, was able to pick up quite a few. All right. But I used to have an art teacher from Charlotte in Carolina. Really? Yeah. I'll be darned. Yeah. I can't remember her name now, so I can't tell you. She was fit, though, but that was 25 years ago. Anyway, <laughs> longer than that, actually. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, that's what we've been buying, but what have we been watching? Do you want to do some good, bad and ugly? Oh, please, let's do that. Oh, let's do that. Let's play the jingle. <laughs> right, then. What you watch that's good, and it better be bloody good. Oh, no. I, I watched a couple that I really, really enjoyed. Uh, one was The Orphanage that yeah. I actually, uh, first time watching for me. Yeah, I need uh, to rewatch that. I watched it when it came out, but that was a long time ago. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, the other one I watched was a little time loop movie called Blood Punch. Oh, right. I haven't heard of that. I think you would like it. It's very <laughs> weird. I get nervous when you say that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a Groundhog Day with lots of killing. <laughs> oh, that sounds good. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, re- I recommend it. I saw it on um, uh, Shudder. By the way, do you have Shudder UK yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm all signed up. Do you like it? Have you tried it? Well, I'll be honest. It's getting better. I've already paid for two months' worth, but I haven't actually watched anything on it because about 90% of it I've got on DVD anyway. Give it time. But I'm sticking it with time. it because there's more titles coming up. Oh, Rob Zombies 31 is debuting on there this month. Yes, yes it is. Yes, so uh, yeah, because we haven't got a Blu-ray release over here yet, so uh, we watched that on there. I think this month alone in the U.S. they dropped sixty movies. Wow. Yeah. yeah so once, once you get once you get rolling, and they range everywhere from newer ones to the Wayback Machine of movies like Peeping Tom. So yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to stick with it because I say there's more titles being added all the time. So uh, it's just it just happens that I'm obsessive about having stuff on disc, so I've got most of it already. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, if Blood Punch comes up, give it a watch. It, I shall a, make a note. It, it is a quirky time loop movie. Okay, right. I'm just actually looking for anything good on mine because I have watched some good stuff. I have. I must have done. Okay, I watched a film called Shadow of the Vampire. Never heard of it. It's a weird film, this one. It's Willem Dafoe and John Malkovich, and it's about the making of the film Nosferatu. 
but it's about it's a fiction. Okay. It's fictionalized. It's going on the uh, theory that the actor Max Shrek was a real life vampire. Oh, that's funny. It is. is it any good? Yeah, it's a very dark comedy. Okay. It doesn't get a lot of good reviews from sort of general public people. What I've seen. But I think it's one of those, if you've seen Nosferatu and you, you know the sort of background and you know, all that sort of stuff and you watch right. it, I think it's quite good. I enjoy it. I only picked it up for like 50p from a second hand shop. Okay. I'll keep my eyes open for it. But yeah, it's from the year 2000. It's, uh, it's quite old now, but, uh, yeah, it's good fun. Okay. Cool. And cool. Willem Dafoe is brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Which is good. And the other one that I watched, which I was going to mention was Boys in the Hood. I've seen that one. Yeah, I've seen it loads of times, but uh, it's just one I go back to every couple of years. I still think, I mean, I love films from that era anyway, but uh, yeah, it's just a film I enjoy. Lots and lots. Yeah, I've only seen it a couple of times, but from what I remember, it was actually pretty good. Yeah, and it was Lawrence Fishburne before he put all that weight on. Yes, yes. A couple of rappers in there too, isn't it? Ice Cube's in it. Yes. Cuba Gooding Jr. is in it, although he's not a rapper. But yeah, it's from that period, you know, that late 80s, early 90s, Los Angeles yep. gang culture, that type of thing. Yep, yep. So uh, yeah, that's what I enjoy. So yeah, I watch that. Very cool. Yeah. You ready to move on to something bad? Oh, I'm always in the mood for something bad. Now, now I, I pulled out my bad and my ugly just for you to show you that I'm not completely biased on yeah. any one particular genre or anything like that. Oh, who'd say such a thing? I don't know. So I, I did watch a movie called Happy Camp. It was uh, one of the producers was Drew Barrymore, and it was a found footage Bigfoot movie, which <laughs> yeah. I, I, I actually enjoyed Happy Camp. I thought it uh, did really well. All right. And then I then I actually paid to rent a movie called Bigfoot County. Okay. And the depths of my disappointment were just they were Grand Canyon level. This movie was just plain bad. Didn't the title give it away? Uh, no, it did not. <laughs> it it was bad from the minute the three most unlikable characters decided to go hunt for Bigfoot. Right. And it just it was I I, I won't give away the ending, but it was it was a stupid ending. Did, it, did everybody die? <laughs> well, of course. It's a found footage movie. Well, that's not necessarily true, but yes, everybody died. And they dropped the camera and it spun over and you saw someone being dragged off. No. Fucking hell. No, no. Bloody hell. I know, I know. Bigfoot County. Bigfoot County. Just forget it, Chris. Pass it on up. I will not be visiting Bigfoot County. Though I would recommend you watch Happy Camp, although I know you never will, but, you know, just if you're bored and it comes on Netflix, you know. If I'm in hospital with all my limbs removed and I can't change the channel on the telly and someone leaves it on, then I might watch it. If that happens, I'm flying over to your house with my <laughs> stack of found footage movies. <laughs> oh, Chris, you're going to love this. You one. fucking would at all. <laughs> yes, I would. Uh, we'll see how inventive I can be with the let swear words then. <laughs> go on, then. What's your bad? Um, my bad. I think I'm going to go with this one because it was disappointing. This is the Funhouse Massacre. I don't know if I've seen that one. No, it, it's uh, well, it's dated 2015, but I don't think it got released until this year. Okay. It's basically, I mean, I described it on Letterbox a hybrid of Rob Zombie and the Killjoy movies. Yeah. It's a carnival. It's got clowns that are clearly lifted from Rob Zombie and sort of Harley Quinn that type of thing. Um, it's sold on the fact that Robert England's in it, 
he's in it for the first five minutes and that is the best five minutes of the film i should have loved this i should have been all over it and it just didn't hold my attention at all um it looked nice it was quite well shot uh the gore was pretty good but i just i didn't get what was going on i couldn't follow who was supposed to be on whose side and why certain people were dying and what it was actually all about so which is unusual for me because i'm normally all over that redneck yeah carnival shit but exactly I'm, I'm a little surprised. Yeah, this one, it just failed to uh, hold my attention. It's on Netflix in the UK, so uh, funnily enough, it was coming out on DVD last month and it got dropped for some reason. So it never got released on DVD, but it's on Netflix now and I think that's probably the best place for it because I wouldn't spend out <laughs> any money <laughs> buying for it. Now listen, now listen, when Chris says there's a redneck carnival movie he doesn't like, take heed. Yeah. Yeah, it's very important. I say the gore was good. It's one of those films, if you put it on in the background with the volume down and just looked up every ten minutes to see a kill, it's fine. But if you want any sort of story or anything, nah, forget it. It it ripped off too many other things and other things that were better than this. So forget it. Yeah. So go on then. Give us something ugly. Another found footage movie. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. And this this one is called Undocumented. Okay. A bunch of American rednecks. Oh, not, not in the not in the hillbilly sense, in the southern sense. Okay. Um, you know. Yeah. They uh, they uh, uh, kidnap undocumented aliens and kill them. Right. Now, it, what so happens is the kind of uh, undocumented aliens they kidnap are ones coming across the Mexican border, and there happened to be a film crew with them. So that's how the whole filming thing got got going. Of course, there is. It was a. I know what they were trying to do. They failed miserably at it. That's all. Huh. Yes, I know that it was. I know I that, that it was be a, a common theme in our show today. I think. Yes, it was a political commentary. It was political satire. Oh, I see. Yes, um, illegal aliens. To, that type of. Thing. It's a, supposed to demonstrate the the evils of how people look at undocumented folks in the United States. I I, I get that. Mm-hmm. They just failed at it. It was a horrible movie. And the three main characters were just. I don't even forget it. Stupid. <laughs> so when that one pops up on Shutter in the UK, don't watch it. Uh, well, I, I normally look at the description, and as soon as I see the words "found footage," I, I scrub it off the list anyway. So. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> understand, understand, understand. <laughs> ah, and this one, rightfully so, Chris. This one, rightfully so. Okie dokie. I shall avoid that. Right. My ugly is Sleepless from two thousand one. Dario Argento film. I don't think I've ever seen it. No, I hadn't seen it. Um, yeah, so I was just sort of catching up on the Argento films I hadn't seen. This was one of them. A weird one, because it wasn't bad per se, but it was. It felt like it was Argento half-arsing it, which is why I put it in ugly, because there are bits of it you think, oh yeah, that that's very Argento-ish, but it just had the feel like it was. he was roughing it a bit. It just didn't feel very, I don't know what the word is, very graceful, I suppose. The violence ah, in it. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's why I put it in ugly. I mean, it had moments. Um, the big, there's a big chase on the train at the beginning, which I quite enjoyed. But yeah, it's, I don't know, weird. And having Max von Sydow as the lead detective in it was a bit weird. Okay, okay. But, uh, it was fine, but it wasn't great. It wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. Cause a lot of, a lot of reviews I read of it said it's the best Argento film outside of the 80s or since the 80s. And, uh, I don't think so. But there you go. Fine if you like that sort of thing, which just felt a bit half-arsed to me. 
Ah, uh, gotcha, gotcha. Well, I mean, you know, he's been making movies a long time. Everybody's going to phone one in eventually. Yeah, well, it's still better than Dracula. <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't mentioned that for a while, so... Yeah. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's good, bad, and ugly done with. Yeah. So you'll notice now, mm. maybe maybe not every one of my films I watch on Letterboxd is scored immediately. No, I noticed that. That's because I'm taking a moment to pause. Sometimes I leave movies on a cloud of euphoria, and then days later I go, well, that wasn't that great. Yeah, so, yeah. There will not be another mess up again like that, so. Plus, you don't want me to see what you think about something if we're going to speak about it. Well, that too, but <laughs> yes. yes. Well, luckily for these paranormal activity films, the star rating didn't get very high enough for anyone to notice. So <laughs> This is going to be interesting. It this is. is be- Should we play a trailer for the first one? No, let's... Uh, I want to put context around um, okay. found footage movies for people who, who might like them. I know you don't. <laughs> you mean I know you, you don't. <laughs> There's others like me. Go on then. We, sh- we shall listen to the defense for found footage. <laughs> you know, most people think uh, found footage kicked off with the Blair Witch. Really, that's not true. Mm-hmm. Found footage actually came into full force with paranormal activity. Uh, let's go back to the 70s. Let's go back to 72 and 76. I consider these found footage movies because... I consider mockumentaries or faux documentaries kind of that genre. Mm -hmm. And we have to go back to 72 and 76 and look at Charles B. Pierce's two movies, um, Legend of Boggy Creek and The Town That Dreaded Sundown, both done in that uh, mockumentary fictionalized style. Okay. 1980 really is, uh, quote unquote, the first, one of the first found footage movies because it's really found movie reels. Cannibal Holocaust. Yes, exactly. Would you, before you go on, would you not say that Peeping Tom from 60 goes into that category? I haven't seen Peeping Tom yet. That's ah, why. Okay. And I think, I think there's a lot of people who put that in that category and I gotta watch Peeping Tom, so. Okay. Uh, but yeah, fair, fair enough. I've heard that before. Mm-hmm. Then we have to go all the way to 1998. Now, between 80 and 98, there was a few found footage films. I can't comment on them because I haven't seen them. But in 1998, six months before the Blair Witch came out, we got a little movie called The Last Broadcast, which is it's a it's a top flight kind of found footage movie. It's really good. Uh, Chris, I don't think you would like it personally. I haven't seen it, but I have heard Duncan from uh, Podcast Under the Stairs talk about it quite a lot. Though. Yeah, him and Baz bang on about it pretty good. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. I liked the ending. The ending was awesome. But uh it, <laughs> I don't know, Chris. You, you probably wouldn't, because you just don't like this style. So no, there are a couple I, I I like. Yeah, but you're not as big of a fan as I am. No, you know, I mean, I will seek out a found footage movie like you'll seek out a redneck movie. Yeah, you know, we have had very few movies up to this point. Then we in '99, of course, we had the Blair Witch Project. I loved it. I walked out on a cloud of euphoria. I've seen it since then. I think it holds up really well. You don't get the the impact. That you do when you see it for the first time in a theater. Yeah. I'll give you that. A- absolutely, that's gone. But I still think it holds up as a movie. Well, that was very much an event movie, wasn't it? Because it tied yes. in with internet marketing and all that, which was all brand new at the time. Absolutely was an event movie. Mm-hmm. And when we get to Paranormal Activity, they, they tried to emulate that a little bit. I don't think as successfully, 
but but they did. You know, remember they had the marketing campaign with the theater, the cameras in the theater watching people watch the movie kind of thing. Yeah. But in between that, we had a little one from from uh, Japan, I think, called Nori the Curse. Very good movie. Uh, again, you know, just you know, found footage movie. But in the year two thousand and seven, when Paranormal Activity came out, consider this: Wreck came out, top flight movie. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite one. Yes, yes. Paranormal Activity came out, in my opinion, top flight movie. Poughkeepsie Tapes came out that year, top flight movie. Yeah, I've seen that. Here is where we're going to pick up steam. You know, 2008, we've got Lake Mungo, top flight movie. Then we go 2011, 2012, our Paranormal Activity, 2, 3, and 4. But in that time frame, we also have movies like The Last Exorcism, Troll yep. Hunter, and Grave Encounters, all top flight movies. Diary of the Dead? Yes, yeah. And there's a whole bunch in there. I only wrote down a few. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, 2012 and then 14 and 15 is when we follow up with the closure, thankfully, of the franchise Paranormal Activity. So that kind of gives everybody a, in my mind, a context of, no, the Blair Witch really didn't kick off the found footage thing. That was much, much, much later. And it, it's still going. It didn't kick it off, but it gave it um, a form, I suppose, a definition. It inspired people to do it because let's look at the budgets. The budget for the Blair Witch estimated around $60,000. This movie is made buttloads of money. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it spent little and make lots, which is what every filmmaker exactly. wants to do. You know, it was a success in the theaters. Paranormal Activity, actually $15,000. So much less than the Blair Witch. I don't know in the theaters if it did as well, but still very low budgets. And I think those two movies, uh, because got to remember at that time, Poughkeepsie tapes and Wreck were not widely available over here at all. Okay. So, so you're looking from, from a United States perspective. Wow. With 60K, look what we did with Blair Witch for 15K, look what we did with Paranormal Activity. From a UK perspective, Wreck was available. Um, I still don't think we've got a UK release of Poughkeepsie Tapes. No, there's been no release of Poughkeepsie Tapes worldwide anywhere. Hmm. No no DVD release, no Blu-ray release. No, okay. You have to um, get it on the second-hand market, if you will. Ooh. Yeah, I know. We still haven't got Snowpiercer over here. Really? Nah. Nah. Have you seen the movie High Lie or High Rise, the Ben Wheatley film? Oh, I haven't. No. Okay. Well, watch that, and then just imagine Snowpiercer is on a train, not in a high rise building. Okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Duncan. I didn't like High Rise. I was bored with it. I fast forwarded through it. Just because Snowpiercer hasn't been released on DVD over here doesn't mean I haven't got it. And that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Allegedly. So anyways, yeah. <laughs> allegedly, your honor. So that that's the context of at least from a historical perspective of me being in the United States. That's kind of how found footage has progressed okay. up to paranormal activity. So you would say that paranormal activity is sort of the big one in your eyes. The what one? I missed that. The big one. It's like what you know what Friday the Thirteenth is to slasher films. Yes, yes, I would. Just okay. because I think the big one was Blair Witch, but there was such a long time frame between 98 and hmm. I mean, well, well, there's a comparison. You, you could say that Halloween is the big one for slasher films. Halloween, 
is the slasher film what Blair Witch is the found footage and then Paranormal Activity is the Friday the 13th the one that takes it a bit further and spawns out all the sequels look at you making an analogy on found footage I know I'm trying to sound intelligent fucking trying hard as well that's me giving you the slow clap thank you you're welcome not the first time I've had the clap ha <laughs> oh goodness gracious! And that's great, right? <laughs> so, should we get into the into these films specifically? Yes, let's do that. Let's do that. Should we play a trailer? Let's play a trailer. Play a trailer. Camera on. My girlfriend Katie. She thinks there's something in the house. I don't know. You believe me, right? I think we're gonna have a very interesting time capturing whatever paranormal phenomena is occurring or is not occurring. Windows are locked. Doors are locked. Alarm is on. Hearing a weird sound. Something's here. I feel it breathing on me. Footsteps in, but there's no footsteps out. Oh, God. Oh, my God. If you do try to play games with it, that's inviting it in. Jeez, this looks like something big you. It's not the house. It's me. You cannot run from this. It will follow you. I'm in control. You're not in control. What's happening to me? This thing left a message. If it's not a ghost, what is it? Paranormal Activity from 2007, directed by Oren Pelly, starring Kate Featherston, Mika Slotes, Mark Frendricks, and Ashley Palmer. Give us a synopsis. Two people get haunted by a demon. Oh, go on then, lead the charge. I really enjoyed this one. This is uh, this is the franchise that I have seen all six movies in the theater. It's next to Star Wars. It's the only franchise I've done that with. Um, okay. Saw this one in the movie theater and absolutely loved it. Walked out on a cloud of euphoria, was happy. I got the Blu-ray, I've got the DVD, I've got digital. I've watched it many times since. It doesn't have the impact, but I still love it. Um, I think for me per- personally, why do I love this is... Well, that was my next question. <laughs> they, they, use a, they use a lot of subtle things in this one, Chris. The door opens and mm. then it shuts and Ooh. they build on that. On that creepy, they don't, there's a few jump scares, yes, but it's more on the subtle, kind of trying to build that creepy atmosphere. The wife gets up out of bed, stands over him for two hours and doesn't move. You know, <laughs> the, the thing they, the thing they did with the flower, you know, that kind of stuff. It, it builds a real high creep factor for me. Right. And, and I thought, and I thought they really executed it well. They got rid of motion sickness by using stationary cameras. But yeah, I, I, that's what I liked about it. 
and probably everything I just said of what I liked about it, you probably hated about. Yeah! <laughs> so you're saying that somebody stood still for two hours watching someone else excited you? It, I found it to be very creepy in the moment. But it's not in the moment. you got to remember. It's not in the moment because they're speeding through the time on the camera. Well, yeah, I mean, of course, you know. And, and it's an anticipation game, too, because they use that, you know, recorder time speed up thing. Oh, nothing's going to happen. Then they slow down. <laughs> and, and nothing still happens. And, and nothing happens. But I, I, I liked how they did it. I found it to be very smart. And when you're in a dark movie theater, it's got a much bigger impact than if you're watching it at noon on a Sunday on your computer or on a TV. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but what I don't get. You, you say anticipation. Yes. This film's got an hour and a half of anticipation and a 20-second payoff at the end. Well, it's... You know, you look at a slasher film, you know, a slasher films go on the fact that there's a kill every 10 minutes. You know it's coming, but it keeps it going. 10 minutes, there's a kill. Good, there'll be another one in another 10 minutes. Keeps you interested, keeps you watching. Yeah, yeah. You've got... But this film, you've got to sit and watch... Boring people, and they are fucking boring people. Let's not disguise this the fact that they're characters. They're not characters. She's bland, and he's a dickhead. And they hang they, uh, around the house, and oh dear, a, a, a door has swung shut. Door swings shut in my house. It's called a draft. It's what's funny is that in a sense you're correct. We're watching two rich people whine. Absolutely. But we're going to come back to that rich thing in a while. Well, it's not, remember fact, that. it's not the fact that they're rich. I don't care how much money they've got. They're dickheads. These <laughs> are the sort of people who eat hummus and go to fucking nail bars and have coffee cups with their fucking name on it as if anyone gives a shit. I and like hummus. <laughs> <laughs> well, that proves my point. Now, <laughs> And you're right. There, there is a lot of inactivity. Uh, but they, they do have some tension where they, they invite a psychic over. He tells them it's a demon. Here, call this guy. But Micah, whatever you do, don't make it mad. And Micah makes it mad. And, and so there, there are some things to keep folks like me And then that book, interested. that book bursts into flames for no fucking reason in a shit well, special the, effect. Well, a lot of them were shit special effects. What do you expect for $15,000? I expect a story. There's there no story. A, yes, there was. There's not. Katie and her sister have been haunted by something since they've been kids. Ah, but that's not in the first film, is it? It's hinted at in the <laughs> first film. It is hinted at in the first film. But you film. only get that information when you've seen all of them, and by the time you get to the end of the no, sixth no, no, one, no, 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 I no. still didn't know what the fucking story was. <laughs> no, no, no. There, there are points where Katie does mention it's happened before, and so why the are they questioning everything if it's out. happened before? <laughs> Well, why are they walking around know. going, oh, they want happening, perhaps it's a demon. If it's happened before, you bloody know it, don't you? You don't forget. You know. They were, they they were don't just know because they're fucking oh, just... dickheads. <laughs> <laughs> badly you know, I really can... badly acted. I... No story. Load of shit. <laughs> and I want to see that as a poster quote. To be honest, I can't argue with any of it, but I still think it's a good damn fucking movie. So I'm right. Then. No. But I still love it. There's several different endings to this film, isn't there? 
Yes, yes, there are. I only have two alternative endings. What, what's the third one? There is a third one. I should have the information on hand because I do believe the third ending was only shown at festivals. Interesting. I did not even know that. Yes. Okay. Ah, see, uh, Mr. Research. Yeah. <laughs> now listen. Did you know how? Did you do, just be quiet. Just go. Uh, I'm I'm quickly looking it up. There's the word. There's the ending where she slits her throat. Have you seen that one? That's the one that was at festivals. That's probably. the one you haven't seen. Yeah, I, I have seen that. Okay. Yeah. And obvi- obviously they had to cut that one out to make the series. See, that's the one I wish they'd gone with. Then it would have ended right there. No, no. I'm going to take you on a little journey back in time, and I'm going to bring up a movie, and it's called Halloween 4. Right. Go on then. What about it? They didn't care. They ignored everything that happened in Halloween 2 and just carried on with Halloween 4. Uh, well, they didn't ignore Halloween 2 because Loomis has still got the burnt face. Dude, he was what? in the room when the oxygen cylinders went up. As the badge yeah. says, a Nagasaki-styled event. <laughs> Bull crap. Yeah. Loomis was dead. Michael Myers was burned to a fucking crisp, man. Uh, a crisp. Uh, he's not dead because we didn't see a body. Oh, shut Yes, we did. No, we didn't. Just shut up. Just be quiet. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so there's three endings. There's the one where someone gets flung at the camera. Yes. There's the one where someone gets dragged off. Yes. And then there's the, the throat-slitting one. I think it's on YouTube. Okay, I'll have to check it out because I'm curious. Yeah, I have seen it before. I saw it at the time. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, people are haunted. Well, they're not haunted. They're just fucking thick. And then <laughs> somebody dies. We don't see it. We don't see it. We see people get dragged off with some cameras and things because, you know, static cameras, static being the operative word. The whole film's static. Um, yeah, but yeah, 90 minutes of people wandering around, being stupid, forgetting they've been haunted and possessed before. Someone, a priest turns, someone turns up, looks around the house, says, oh, I can't come in and buggers off. Well, that's, that's the second time. Yes, but what's the, the point? first time he comes in and they serve him tea. Oh, they serve him tea. Yes. That was the best bit. <laughs> Honestly, I, I, I'm not saying this to be controversial or just to be glib or anything like that. I do not get it. I know. I know. I, no. I don't get it. I, there's no story. There's no plot. There's nothing to keep me invested. By the time it, of, time of the it, final 30 seconds, which is the only time anything happens, I don't care. And it's so funny because I can't actually disagree with anything you said, but I still love this movie. So let me put it to you then. What is the appeal? The what appeal is, is, A, it's a found footage movie. Box one, check. See, that's just, that's just a, a block. That's, uh, that's the equivalent that, of people who say I'm voting Labour because I've always voted Labour. That's not a reason. It is a reason because I gave it a chance. <laughs> See, yeah, but there's a lot of movies that you would never give a second look if you weren't that into hillbillies. Um, not necessarily true. Well, okay, so I'm just saying, if it's a found footage movie, I'm going to watch it. All right. I may turn it off midway, but I'm going to start it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so hook, hook number one for me, it's found footage. Hook number two involves haunting and demons. Big check mark for me. Right. If you and that's why that I mean that's what lured me in, mm-hmm. and that's that's what hooked me because you get stuff with a religious bend, and yeah, yeah I'm right there. Okay. I'm there. All right, then I've got two words for you: Amityville too. No, I didn't like it. Well, I watched got, it. That's got possession I, I, and ghosts and demons I, and religious bits. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. So, so why, did, why, uh, why did you like that? So did the the Satanic Rites of Dracula, but that's a shit movie. Nah, it's not. It's not shit. It's not great it by comparative standards, but it's not shit. At least it's got a story. A pretty dumb well, one, I'll give it that, but at least it's got one. <laughs> this has got a story, too. It I'll be a dumb one. Has it does. Yeah. There's no arc to it. Yeah, there is. There's no art to it. They start off being cunts. They end up being cunts. There's no... Well, yeah, of course. But in the process, Katie gets possessed by a demon because Micah made it mad. So there, there's the story. Did he make it mad? How did he make it mad? He made me mad. He made it mad by yelling at and using the Ouija board. No, the bastard. I got no sense of any threat out of this whatsoever. There's nothing. Nothing. Half a star for me. Absolute shite. I gave it five out of five. Fuck him. Jesus. Yep. Fuck. Yep. Fucking hell. What? On that, let's get on to the second one. Because. <laughs> gotta remember. Yeah. Gotta remember. Remember yeah. these characters, Chris. Katie and Micah. Gotta yeah, remember. Yeah, I know they, they make a comeback. I got that. Okay. 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 Right. Let's go into. Oh, hang on. What's in it? Paranormal Activity 2. Two from 2010, directed by Todd Williams, starring Katie Featherston, Mika Sloat, Molly Ephraim, Seth Ginsberg, and Vivis Combaletti. Right. You didn't even get one of the main characters. Did I? Who? You forgot one. Sprague Grayson. Oh, Sprague Graydon, yes. Yep, she's on my list, yeah. Oh, could... Graydon, yeah. yeah. And her as well. Right. She plays Christy, so, you know, she's kind of important. Oh, she had a name, so, did she? Right. Okay, go ahead. That, the synopsis is yeah. another family gets haunted. Another one? Fuck it up. Yes. Yeah. So this one um, actually takes place before and joins the timeline of the first paranormal activity. And this deals with Katie's sister, Christy. Mm-hmm. Aren't you, ex- aren't you excited? No. I didn't get that that was her sister. What? I Come didn't on. Get that. Seriously? Honestly, I didn't get that. Okay, no, they're sisters. Okay. Um, so, you know, oh, yeah. shot of this movie. Yeah, know. yeah, sorry. Yeah, I was thinking about something else. Sorry, yeah. It was about a month uh, ago oh. I watched this, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So, here, Christy is married to Dan and has a stepdaughter, Allie. Of course, Allie has a Randy boyfriend. But uh, the upshot of this is that it's actually Christy who gets haunted. Mm. And her husband, Dan, transfers the spirit or, or the demon from Christy to Katie. And that's where they join the timeline of paranormal activity one, where the transfer takes place 
Katie is now haunted instead of Christy. Christy's all happy-go-lucky now. I've got to be honest, Mara, you're not really selling it to me on that synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> and they also have a little boy called Hunter. <gasps> Hunter. Uh, Hunter. Hunt Hunter becomes... Hunt for Hunter short, be which is rhyming slang. And Hunter becomes important to at least the next movie or the fourth movie, sort of. <laughs> so, but in uh, a roundabout, tenuous sort of way. They look the fourth movie. They took a, a round or square peg and they beat it into a round hole. Okay, I, I got that. <laughs> um, but 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 here we get we get the uh, starts of the um, midwives cult. Because Allie's boyfriend does the infamous Google search. And what did he find? He found a witch's coven. That's Ooh. a cult. Ooh. That is made up of women. Ooh. A witch's cult made of women? Yeah. A woman? Ooh. I know. I'm shocked, aren't we? Yeah. We also, we also get the hints of maybe grandma made a deal with the devil. And now she has to pay the price of the firstborn male in the family. That would be Hunter. Ooh. Ooh. I know, right? Scary shit. Mm, yeah. Now. I still don't give a fuck. <laughs> I, 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 again, I really like this one. Um, it's, it's done. Th this one is done with a few fixed hidden cameras that the parents don't know about. And it's done with laptop cameras that are turned on by the boyfriend that the parents don't know about. How inventive. I know, right? They changed from one camera to another. Wow. <laughs> I I love the kitchen scare. At one point, uh, Christy is sitting in the kitchen and all the cabinets and pots and pans just go ballistic. That was a good scare. That yeah, was a good scare. It, it, yeah, been done before in Disney's Fantasia, I think you'll find no, I know. Just it doesn't matter where it was done before. They used it very well. Again, I thought I thought the plot was getting a little more interesting because what they plot? were giving us more back backstory. It wasn't a plot. There was a plot, Chris. It there wasn't. was a story. It there was, was. People. You may not like it, but there was it a story. Was people who were marginally not as cunty as the last couple going around their house. With cameras, again, filming fuck all. <laughs> well, there was the, you know, meat cleaver that fell from the ceiling. There was the kitchen thing. There was other creeps and bumps in the night. Oh, well, if you're going to blind me with cold, hard facts. <laughs> <laughs> I, again, I, I, it wasn't as good as the first for me, but I saw it in the theater and I thought it was really, really good. It captured a lot of stuff that I found very creepy. That's just me. The only bit of this that I remember, w with any great detail, is at the very end, uh, Katie from the first film yes. marches up the stairs, doesn't she? She's demonic. And she goes up the stairs yes. and walks straight into the bedroom, straight towards, uh, is it Christy? I can't remember her name. Yes. That was the Christy. only shot I liked. That was it. <laughs> One shot of just a walk up the stairs straight into somebody. That was it. Yeah, yeah. Flung her right into the camera. Yeah, but that was better than anything in the first film. <laughs> but apart from that, utter um, drivel. But, but again, again I, I, it was a good, 
it was a good sequel in my mind because it tied in with the first one, became very intertwined, and advanced the story and the mythos a little bit. Advanced the story. <laughs> just, yeah, just. Yeah. the story. Oh, God. What story? There isn't a story. The story of the midwife cult. The midwife cult. Ooh. Yes. Oh, the NHS's worst nightmare. The midwife yes. cult. Fucking hell. Oh, God. <laughs> right. <laughs> How many more of these we got? Four more. Fuck's sake. Right. So what did you give this one? Half a star. I gave it four out of five. Of course you did. I did. I know you did. You know, if, if you give all these a half a star, we have to rank these at the end. You know that. <laughs> I know. I didn't give them all half a star. Okay, okay. We'll get there. <laughs> okay, so now we go to Paranormal Activity 3. Now, we got to remember Katie and Christy. Katie yeah. Christy, Katie Christy. Okay. Let's remember them in our hearts and our minds. Let's play a trailer. Let's play a trailer. Oh, shut up. All right, here we go. <laughs> hey, ladies. Hi. Hey. Oh, it's Katie. Woo-hoo-hoo. Katie. Wait, wave hi to the camera, Katie. Hey, Christy, you want to say hi? Come on, give it, give, give us a wave here, Christy. <laughs> Whatever happened to us when we were little, I don't remember anything. Whatever it was, it thrived on fear. The more we paid attention to it, the worse it got. Okay, I think it's on. Remember the rules? Yes. Say Bloody Mary three times. Okay, we're going to turn off lights. Okay, you ready? Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. get a little tie-in. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang start on. With... Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me do the dribble. Right. Paranormal Activity 3, 2011. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. Two, two directors put this shite together. Henry Joost and Ariel Shulman. Starring Jessica Tyler Brown, Christopher Nicholas Smith, Kate Featherston, Brian Boland, Sprague Graydon, and some other people. Right, go on then. More people get haunted. That's the... That's the synopsis. That's your in-depth analysis right there. Yes. yes. But but now, we're not in the same timeline, are we? No, no, we're not. It starts out with an adult Katie drop, dropping a box of grandma's things, which we find out are videotapes, at Christie's house. Hmm. Why is she dropping them off? Because she's moving in with her boyfriend, Mick, Mika, Mika, Micah. But isn't he dead? He died in the first film. So these are all kind of – they're trying to connect them. They're trying. making an effort. It may it may be a shite effort in your mind, but they're making an effort. Okay. And we find out that these videotapes, when they start playing them, is a prequel. So we get to get the history of when Katie and Christy were little. So we're back in 
68, I think it is, isn't it? I think it's something like that, yes. All right, okay. And we get a lot more of the midwives mythos fleshed out a little bit. That is done through not a dreaded Google search, but a dreaded library search. Where the the boyfriend of Katie and Christie's mom, Mm -hmm. his his weird co-worker or nephew, goes to the library and magically pulls a book out of his ass that has everything there is to know about the midwife's cult in it. Of course. You ever notice that? Yeah. You you didn't care. I don't give a fuck now. But but anyways, so they, as things start to happen in the house, boyfriend puts cameras everywhere and, you know, shit just goes down. And we actually meet Toby for the first time, which is the name of the demon. Of course it is. Toby. <laughs> if you look, in, uh, if you look in the Book of Demons in the in the Vatican Church, I think he's in there, Toby. He is. He Alongside is. Pazuzu and Lucifer and Toby. Yeah. Toby and Pazuzu were childhood classmates. I'd love to see that prequel. <laughs> Shut up. Somebody would do it. As long as it isn't Orin Pelly. Now notice, Orin only did the first movie. Yeah, and then decided it was shite. No, oh. just, just you know. But anyways, again, it, it's just the atmosphere that they build up. It is absolutely the same formula they followed in the first two movies of things go bump of the night the kids do weird things at night oh, that's not that's not strictly true they did deviate it by having a camera that rotates they did they did yes, they, they that's did in, that's inventive i know one that goes from side to side we haven't seen that before in anything <laughs> apart from cctv <laughs> but, but again so we get clues about grandma on this one hmm. um we meet toby um it it's got good spooky stuff happening it's they're advancing the plot of the story along and they got an epic scene at the end i mean when the boyfriend gets his back broken that is an epic scene well i'll be fair i rated this one a little higher because i think towards the end of this film that there's that bit where he's running around he's running around the house and he turns and you've got all the uh, midwives stood there, and they come after him. Yes, yes, yes. I like that. I've always had a thing about sort of, um, this is going to sound weird, old women, groups of old women coming after me. <laughs> I used to have this recurring dream about this sort of thing. So, yeah, I thought towards the Chris, end. Chris, yeah? were, they, were they fully clothed, oh. or were they nude? And were you fully clothed, or were you nude in your dreams with the old women coming after you? I really couldn't say. Let's just say I couldn't run away. I was too busy masturbating. But on another note, I like towards the end of this film, the final few minutes, you still get an hour and 25 minutes of fuck all. But towards the end, somebody somewhere actually decided, you know, let's put a bit of imagery in here. Let's make it a little bit creepy. And they did. Yeah. Yeah. And and I I agree. For about two uh, minutes. I I do agree with you on the uh, they. I love that imagery of the group of women chasing him. I think in, in any film, regardless of whether it's found footage or not, I think there's always, I always like it when you, there's nothing and somebody turns and then there's something. Yes. That yes. wasn't there a second ago. Agreed. It yeah. was, uh, that was well done. Well yeah. done sequence. Yes. A- absolutely. Ab- absolutely. And on that basis, I scored this film one star. Oh, jeez. I actually gave this one again, four out of five. I really thought, had good creepy stuff had a good ending see the end the ending was improving i'll give it that and it really it really was the last of the series of movies 
to really flesh out the story and really try and, you know, make a good contribution to the mythology they, they, uh, created in the second one. Um, okay. I'll, I'll not disagree. I still don't think there's okay. any, I just still don't think there's a story there, but they try to tie in the non-story of this one to the non-story of the one before, I guess. So it has a story. You just don't care for it. And it, it, you think it's shite and that's okay. I'll still defend the first three as being good movies. Okay. I'm, well, I'll, I'm, I'll, I'll give I'm the ending. Dis- I'll give the ending of the third one a pass, but that's it. <laughs> now, here's where things just go off kilter and just go pear shaped, and things just start to suck. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, they start Here, to suck it, now, do they? Yes, yes, they do. The first three loved them. Right. So. With great anticipation, with great anticipation, I remember going to see Paranormal Activity 4 in the theater. Well, let's play a trailer, then you can carry on with your story. All right. Christy, you want to say hi? Oh, it's Katie. My sister did good. Hunter. Weird stuff has been happening since the new neighbors moved in. Lights go off all the time, honey. It's happening again. The motion lights have been turning on and off every night. Yeah, right. Bet you it's gonna be that weird kid from across the street. Watch. Yeah, can you see him? What the hell? He's so creepy. <gasps> what is he doing? Freaky, right? Yeah. What's going on? Um, I don't know. It's weird. Alex, what's happening? I don't know. Front door, open. Back door, open. Alex, what's going on? Activity 4 from 2012, directed by Henry Houston, Ariel Shulman, starring Katie Featherston again and some other people who no longer have jobs, hopefully. Right, carry on with your story. Yeah. <laughs> and I went into the movie and I was so disappointed. <laughs> right, okay. It was, I was just like, oh, really, people? Really? So the synopsis is a family in Nevada get strange new neighbors when a single mother and young boy move in across the street. Huh? Could this be Katie and Hunter? Could it? Could it? As it turns out, no. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yes, they did. And as it turns out, it's only half right. No. Bastards. Teasing us, teasing us with uh, their tenacious uh, links. Oh, God. It, it just, you know. Yeah. Uh, I've got to say, I... I watched this on, this is Sunday now, I watched this for the first time on Friday, and I've forgotten it already. This was absolute drivel. This was tenuous. The first film's shite, but this is 
trying to connect itself to shite by being even more shite. Therefore, the shite has been stretched very thin. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Didn't get this one at all. I know. I, I love in America. You live in the UK. Yeah. On su- on Friday, when you watched this, I could have sworn I felt an earth tremor. <laughs> yeah. As your rage for me boiled over, and I wouldn't be surprised if you made a straw me and burned me in effigy. I've got to be honest, this was the point where I did actually question why I do this podcast with you. (laughs) Well, I can restore a little bit of faith that I don't like the next three movies. I question the whole ancient slumber philosophy... (laughs) I questioned my whole existence for the past five years, and I thought, why the fucking... I said, there's no way he can defend this. No, I can't. It sucks. This is bad on every conceivable level. Yes. Now, I will say this. In the movie theater, for about 15 seconds, Mm. I thought when they first did the Microsoft Xbox Connect image with the green dots, I thought, that's really cool. But again, that's that's just introducing another visual cue was, into it. That's not inventive. I, I thought I I thought it was cool in the movie theater. It gets tiring and tedious very quickly thereafter. Yeah, I, I guess it, I guess it dates it. Yeah, but the I, tie-in the tie-in to the paranormal activity series in this movie is stupid at best. So let's cut to the chase. Hunter, in fact, is the adopted son of the family. Not the little boy and the single woman that moved over. The single woman is Katie. But for whatever reason, she's with a kid now called Wyatt. Who the fuck knows where Wyatt came from? Nobody says anything about Wyatt. I don't know where Wyatt came from. I don't care. I must say, I did This is. I did get more confused than I had been. Because I straight away thought, well, that boy is the boy who went missing in the other film. It, who knows? But, you know, and so, and then, here here we go, Chris. Here we go. Mm, strap no, in. No, 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 we don't. We don't, we don't get it here. We get it in the next movie. We get it in the next movie. No. But let's just say, why did they, I, I, the only reason they had to switch Hunter and Wyatt is because they had to make a fourth movie. So they had to have a hook. And the hook is she kidnapped Wyatt and gave it to somebody else. I don't know. I don't know why she did. Who the hell cares? I gave yeah. this movie one star. You're right. This movie was just, it was, this, this it was, was just a, unnecessary. Period. This was a half-star half, half star from me, and it gets yeah. a half-star purely for the fact that they made a film and I haven't, so there you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, I call it, it a yeah. film. It's not even a film. There's there's nothing here. No, 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 there's, there isn't. There's no story. It's people randomly turning cameras on and off, and somebody yep. falls over, yep. and that's about it. They, 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 get a, they get a star because I believe there were some demonic symbols at the end. That's why they get one star from me. <laughs> Right. So well. that, I mean, that's Paranormal Activity 4. Listen, if you've never seen Paranormal Activity, watch the first three, then stop. Under no circumstances should you go on to 4, 5, and 6. Really? Okay. Well, in that case, let's get on to the fifth one then, shall we? Yes, let's move on to the fifth one. And this camera's nice. Do you think I could, like, mess around with it? What is that? It's a GoPro. I got it on my camera. Oh, hell no. You want... I'm not getting in there. Go for it. Get your ass up here, then. Three, two, one, go! Oh, my God! 
Yo, that lady's weird, dude. She lives right under me. Did you guys hear that? Downstairs. Do your little GoPro thingy. We'll just tie it down. It's still going down the vent. Wait, wait, I see. I see. Oh, shit. What's that? There, get that camera out. Did someone die? The lady who got killed, she lives right under me. Let's go check downstairs. There's blood everywhere. Katie and Christy. What is this? This is black magic stuff. How does she have pictures of you? Dude, I had craziest dreams. What is it? It looks like a bite or something. I've been getting this weird feeling. Have you guys ever felt like somebody's just watching you? You got change? Yeah, I got change. Don't put the camera at them. What's up? What's up, man? Hey! Back there! Hey! 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 Christy, my stepmother. So they possess Christy and then Katie. The ones that are marked, they become the permanent hosts. So what's gonna happen to him? Paranormal Activity, The Marked Ones, from 2014. Directed by Christopher Landon, starring Andrew Jacobs, Gabrielle Walsh, Kate Featherston, Naomi Gonzalez, Rene Victor, and Carlos Prats. Right then. So, the synopsis is, a different group of people is haunted. There's a shock. And the connection is even more tenuous to the Paranormal Activity franchise. Right. We have... We really now have left the whole Katie family thing. Up, up till this point, it's been a, a the first three. It's been the family affair. The fourth one, a pseudo family affair. This one just gets stupid. Right. I'm going to give you my rating beforehand. I did give it two out of five because I liked some aspects of it. For one, they had nudity. Okay. Very briefly on a small screen. They had nudity. Okay. Yeah. They had to do something. So it's going to get a star because it had. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. And then the other star was, well, because they made a movie and I didn't. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So, so here we have a group of completely new characters who are, could, could only be described as more annoying than the previous movie's characters. Okay. They use a Simon game as a Ouija board. Oh, yeah, yeah. Simple Simon, yeah. Yep. Again, they summon a demon. God knows why. A witch is killed. Their neighbor was a witch. That, coincidentally, she was a member of the midwife's cult. Ooh. Hmm. Go figure that, right? Hmm. But they don't develop that story any further. She's killed. They go in. They steal a book. Oh, great. Hmm. That's where they get the, that's where they get the wherewithal to summon a demon from is the book. Hmm. Really? Seriously, people? You, ha- you had a member of the midwives club, and this is the direction you wanted to go? Just drop the ball completely. Just drop the It doesn't relate in any way 
to the first movies until the end of the movie. Would you like to take a guess how it relates to the first movie? Because at the end, when the possessed guy attacks the guy with the camera, they're in Mika's house. They went through a wormhole. And then the scene at the end of the first film where Mika goes downstairs with Katie. Yes, because she's screaming. is because she's screaming at the guy from the marked ones. Um, yes, it's all taking place in the kitchen at the end of this film. Do you see what they did? A time travel. Yeah. That's the, that's the best they could do is time travel? The fuck? Well, it's taking place alongside the events of the first film, isn't it? Well, it could be time travel. It's taking place at the same time as the first film. Yes, and then, then we'll, the call end... it, we'll call it teleportation rather than time travel. All right, then. So how come when you covered Paranormal Activity 2 just now, you said it's taking place alongside the first film? That was fine. No, then... no, no, no. It's only at the end it takes place alongside. Hmm. It actually is about 12. It's actually taking place ahead of it. Paranormal Activity 2 is a prequel, most of it. Oh, I'm confused. Anyway, I scored this one out of five. Again, I gave it a two. Yeah. Because the ending, the ending made no sense. They were in a different neighborhood, a different city. Next thing you know, either by time or whenever he's teleported, where he's at, to Christie's house, Katie's house. All right. It's not like they were neighbors. They weren't neighbors. He would have had to move from one part of the city to another part of the city. <laughs> and he did that by going through a fucking doorway. So really? Do you want to know again, something? Do you want to know something? Yes. This was my favorite one. Oh, shut up. And I say favourite in the loose sense of the word. I still fucking hated it. But do you know why I like this one better? It had nudity. Apart from that? No. It didn't have those fucking annoying people in it from the first couple of films. <laughs> okay, I gotcha. And I gotcha. things actually happened in this film. Uh, yes, yeah, there, there, there was. It's not as boring. No, no, because they actually left the house. Agreed. They left the house. What well, the main guy gets, you can see he's getting possessed as the yes. film goes on, and he does things, stupid yes. things, minor things, but things are happening. There's yep, a bit that yep. makes you go, "Oh, why is he doing that? Why is he doing they, that?" They, they do. Um, to use your word from earlier, it's not static. It's not just people stood there going, "Oh, oh, let's put some flour down and see if we get any footprints." No, no, no. He, he does. He throws those two gangbangers up against the soda machine, and the other one like 30 yards and he does the skateboard trick because he's invincible and yeah, yeah yeah i mean he's got the dog absolutely. floating up against the ceiling he does there's things yeah yeah, yeah yeah and that yeah. is what sort of i wouldn't say spurred me on to keep watching it because to be honest i was losing the will to live but <laughs> at least it gave me something visual agree i i can all right all right i understand that the fact that it didn't really tie in very much or anything with Sim 4, I didn't give a shit because I didn't give a shit about it when it did tie into stuff that happened before. <laughs> I still couldn't understand it. So uh, uh, Again, at the end, it was just stupid. Okay, they, they, they yeah, forget Yeah, they, they totally did a final destination on it and sort of took it back to the beginning. Yes, yes. But like yes. I say, it's still a one-star film for me, but elevated ever so slightly by the fact that things do happen in it. Yeah, all right. And then we got... Ghost Dimension. Right, yeah. Let's play a trailer and then I'll do the specifics. Katie, Christy, I want you to concentrate. Concentrate? I need you to concentrate. It's just like in some sort of like 
trance state or something. They're inducing a trance. Where'd you get this? From a box of like 80 VHS tapes the old homeowners left in the basement. This tape is like 20 years old. We're the Fleege brothers. Brothers. Daddy. I can't sleep. What's going on? There are noises in my room. You hear noises in your room? Okay, well, Daddy will go up and make sure everything's. Daddy! Bless you. What the hell? Did you see that? We gotta find more of those tapes. Look at this camera. And there's like obviously something going on here. It's got all these knobs you can adjust. Oh my god. It's so big! This is weird. I'm seeing something, and there's this thing that I'm picking up with the camera. Who is that? Oh. I think this camera can see things you cannot see with the naked eye. This is so cool. I've heard of spirit photography before, I've just never seen it in person. What are you doing in here? Is she talking backwards? Is she saying Bloody Mary? Whatever's happening is connected to the tapes. Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. She has never tried anything like this before. How did she get up that high? He's gonna take me away. Toby. What if someone conspired for us to be in this house? This is no coincidence, and I believe she's part of a prophecy. Mike, don't move. There's something behind you. Paranormal Activity, The Ghost Dimension from 2015. Directed by Gregory Plotkin, starring Chris J. Murray, Britt Shaw, Ivy George, Dan Gill, and Don McManus. Go on then. A new family gets haunted. Fucking hell, how did they think of these things? I don't know. So, now, we're ahead 20 years in the timeline. Are we? Yeah. I didn't get that. Yeah. Oh, 20 years from the 1988 timeline, you mean? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're back in 2008, even though this right. film was made in 2015. And we've skipped another timeline from the two films that came before it. Yeah, okay, go on, Karen. Now, when I saw the marked ones in the movie theater, it was one of those that I enjoyed it. When I rewatched it, it was like, fuck, I just don't like this movie. Okay? I did enjoy it in the movie theater. So I went into Ghost Dimension with the highest of hopes. I went in wishing and willing, because I knew it was the last one, a humdinger. I, 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 I wanted a good one. We got Ghost Dimension. This was the one where I walked out and I went, the fuck was that shit? What a waste of time. Yeah. I was so disappointed in this movie. Oh my God. So here we go. Here's the new hook, Chris. Mm. Family finds a boxes of videos mm. of, of course, young Katie and Christy and a custom made camera with Six picture tubes that allows them to see Toby for the first time. Wow. And as if it that was, was as stupid. if that wasn't shit enough, it was in 3D. Really? There I is, only saw it. Yeah, there is 3D? a 3D, 
There is a 3D cut of it as well. Don't you know that's why they put all them stupid CGI camera effects on there? Yeah, I guess so. I guess I vaguely remember that. Yeah. But, uh, again, we've got Toby. He's haunting a little girl. And guess what the ghost dimension is? Go ahead, Chris. Go ahead and guess. I, I can't. It, it, it's too fantastical. I just, I just can't get my head around this high concept. What is it, Myron? It is a wormhole. Oh, wormhole. You could crawl back 20 years. Wow. And, jo- and join up with the original folks. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Wow. And and Toby is now out in a human form. I'm, I mean, wow. 20 years in the past. I've got to be honest. I watched this last night. And when it got to the end, after I'd finished cursing you and making the voodoo doll and stabbing it significantly... Yes. Which might explain your face paralysis, I'll be honest. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I, I suspect it does. I, I, when the credits went up, I rewound it and I watched the final couple of minutes again. Okay. And then I rewound it and I watched the final couple of minutes again. Okay. And I still had no idea what I was watching. That's okay. I'm not sure anybody else does either. I think uh, you look at the poster for this film and it's got a very poltergeisty image of a little girl standing on the bed looking at the wormhole in her bedroom wall. Right. Which I don't think ever happens, correct? No, it, she doesn't go through the wormhole. The, the mother does. I guess they were trying to tap into some sort of poltergeisty type vibe. That's what I, I was getting from it. You know, the children, the wormhole, the ghosts, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not even... I mean, the poltergeist yeah. remake... Is, is fucking improvement over this shite. Yes, agreed. I didn't get what was going on. I didn't care what was going on. Hey, Chris. Yeah? I fell asleep while I was watching this, and I had to start from the beginning again. Oh, fuck me. I had to watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> this was probably... I mean, to be honest, I, th- I think they're all shit, but I think this was definitely the low, lowest of the low from this series. Yes, it, this is this is absolutely on par with Halloween Six. Oh, Bob, Halloween Six is like fucking psycho compared to this. Uh, no, at least at least you can follow Halloween Six. You know what's going on. Yes, fair play. All right, I got to give Halloween Six the leg up. That's how bad this movie is. I mean, let's. I mean, this is I'm giving this half a star again because they made a film and I haven't. That's the only reason I, why. That's why I gave them a star. They made a film and I didn't. Yes. I'm going to address the series as a whole right now. I don't get it. I don't get the series. The story makes no sense. The found footage angle, I don't see the appeal. I don't get how just moving something from a static camera to a moving camera is seen as inventive or telling a story or moving anything on because it's not. <laughs> I could go to a car park and watch their CCTV footage and get more of a fucking plot out of it than what's on here. <laughs> I think there's no actors in this film. They're not actors. They're not characters. There's no script. There's no story. These aren't films. It's just someone's had an idea. Oh, Blair Witch Project. That worked. And I'll, I'll say it right now. I'm not really a fan of the Blair Witch Project, but I get it. I don't get this. Okay. Okay. I just, I just, it, especially... Parts four and part six made me fucking angry. I was bored and angry at the same time. And they're two emotions that don't often go together. So the fact that I can get those two opposing emotions out of these films, I guess, is something. But I I, I will grant you part six of this 
made Dead Man Drive-In and Amityville 2 look like Psycho to me. Absolutely, I agree. But they're films that have got a story. They've got a plot. They've got things happening. Amityville, Amityville 2 does have a story. The other one has no story. It's stupid. It's idiotic. <laughs> <laughs> but oh. I, I know I you know what and I can't argue with anything that you're saying except that for whatever reason paranormal activity one two and three absolutely appeal to me I love the movies I think they're creepy I think they've got a good story I think they move it along with a lot of good subtlety they don't bang you over the head with stuff but that when it gets to number four it goes downhill fast I love the fact that you've got... I know, we're completely screaming on me. I love I know the fact are. you've got a series of films that you're passionate about. And I love that. <laughs> I just wish it was something else. <laughs> it's a bit like when you've got a child who's hanging around with friends you don't like. Do you know what I mean? You think, why? Why is he doing it to me? Yeah, 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 I know. You're happy he has friends? I'm happy you have an interest. made better choices. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. I love it. I'm thinking, why why can't he love Friday the 13th as much as he loves Paranormal Activity? <laughs> Something we can talk about joyously. Uh, I, honestly, and I'm... I don't want to be rude to you. I Go seriously... Ahead and be rude. I, and I say these things for a laugh and effect, but I'm serious now. I don't get what you get out of this. Yes, you don't. I don't, I don't see what you get out of it. I don't nope. know. Nope. <laughs> I know, I know you don't. But there you go, we've done them. I'm, I'll yep. never watch. I'll never watch them again. <laughs> I know you won't. I hope you didn't buy any of these. I hope you were able to get them all free. <laughs> <laughs> I did actually pay for a couple of these secondhand. Okay, how how much? What was the grand total? The, I think I bought numbers two, four, Ooh. and uh, five, and I think I paid less than four pounds for all three. You still owe me because I paid ten dollars, ten dollars for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Next Generation. They've already gone on Music Magpie, so I've got which gave me pence back, but I don't care. I'll just get rid of them. <laughs> I love it. In the UK, they are on Netflix. Actually, one, two, three, four, and five are on Netflix. So if anybody wants to kill themselves slowly, then they can watch those. Yeah, I guess we've got to order them. And I want it known for the record. I did not buy number six. I was able to get it free on Hulu, and that's where I watched it. I do not own that. I don't own that. My missus actually put it on Love Film. We rented it on Love Film. So oh. I watched it and sent it back. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Love Film. That's like um, Netflix with the DVDs? Yeah, yeah. You, okay. You, you rent them by post. Very nice. So, uh, yeah. And, I, again, I'm sorry you had to pay for some of these. I do apologize for that. Yeah. Um, who do I send the bill to? You can send it to me. Okay. I'm sure I'll, I'll get Mr. Trump to knock it off of the uh, America's <laughs> bill or something. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure if I put the case to him, he'll be on my side. Absolutely. we got to <laughs> rank him. we got to rank him, buddy. <laughs> I know. This is fucking up. Go on, him. Number one for me is the first one. Right, I'll go for the marked ones. Wow. Okay. Number two is number two for me. My is number three. Number three is number three for me. See, the rest of them now are all just a meh. I'll go for number two. Number four for me is actually the marked ones. No, 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 no. 
Yes, number four is the Marcos. Okay, I'll say the first one. Number five for me is number four. Uh, yep, yeah, same. And of course, we got number six bringing up the rear. Yeah, same. Well, look at it this way, Chris. There, are, I don't believe there's another found footage franchise. Okay. Good. I, is there? I, I don't think there is. So it's done and dusted. It's over. You've had your root canal. You performed admirably. <laughs> I watched them. You did? Um, yeah. There you go. Nothing else to say. I'll never watch any of them again. I say Mark 1s and 3, marginally better through some added scenery. They And they probably work as standalone films, actually. I think those two out of the series. Yeah. And in the first three, I don't think really work as standalone because there's not enough I think that, three. I think three. You can you could watch standalone. It gives you enough exposition. Yes. No, no, no. Three. You could. The first two. You really have to kind of watch one, two, and three to get. Yeah. The first two. If you didn't see them in a the theater, I'm telling you that one, two, and three were really, really good in the theater as well. I mean, they were. I thought so. Watching it with all the other twelve year old girls. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, Paranormal Activity is still my benchmark for shit horror. Fair play to you. Fair play to you. I got gotcha. you. It's still my benchmark. I just, I don't get it. I'm glad you love it, but I don't get it. And I, and I do want to go back to, I want to go back to what you said about Friday the 13th. Hmm. I like that. What I've seen of the franchise, I enjoy. Hmm. I just, I just picked that at random. To be honest. I, I know, but, but I'm serious. And hmm. I, I have not seen a lot of the later ones. So hmm. it will be, I actually have on purpose not watched any of the uh, later later uh, Friday the 13th movies. Okay. Because I know we're going to cover them at some point yes, next year. Yep. And so I, I've purposefully not watched any new ones. So really, I've seen one, two, and three, and the remake, and that's it. Oh, really? Oh, that's yes. interesting then. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. These The later ones do go a bit mad, yeah. Okay. But at least you can follow them. And <laughs> You know what? And sometimes mad is good. Mm. I mean, let's let's be honest. What okay. what they did with four, five, and six of this series was, you know, it was desperate. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it was. They had to get they had to get something out, and that was it. That's exactly. the best they could come up with. It was shite. Exactly. Right. Uh, we got a bit of feedback. We do. We do. You didn't know this. We got a bit of feedback from our friend Blue on Twitter. Would you like to hear it? Awesome. <laughs> probably, probably not. But go ahead. <laughs> right. Hi guys, Blue here, ready with a bit of feedback on the Paranormal Activity films. I've just watched 1 and 2, and I'm sorry, Myron, but I really didn't like them at all. (laughs) Both films felt like the same film, but with extra characters in the second one, which in my opinion brought no enhancement whatsoever. Just a screaming child and a barking dog. (laughs) The jump scares left me in my seat, and I found that by the second film I lost interest, got bored and started looking in the fridge for bonfire toffee and moving the Muller rice pot out the way I found more entertaining, mainly because I forgot it was there. Anyway, I digress. I think I might be correct when I say I'm siding with Chris on this one. You are correct. And I'll give the first film, no, both films, one dragged woman through the bedroom door out of five. Oh, yeah. See, she's in the spirit of it. I like that. That's one dragged woman split between them just for the end credits. Then I could go back and look at my own room for strung out seconds when nothing happened. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, I did notice one thing. Maybe if the woman had changed her bed sheets more often in the second film, the demon might not have been so pissed off, probably due to the smell of feet. 
Night 21 registered in my bored adult brain and still the same sheets were on the bed, all sweaty and yeah. Yep. I'll pass viewing the, on the rest. If a franchise doesn't grab me in the first couple of films, it never will. Enough of my yeah. mad ramblings. Keep up the good work. Best wishes. Blue. Thanks, Blue. Absolutely fair play. Yes, I think we're in agreement there. <laughs> Absolutely fair play. She got away with only watching the first two, though. I know. How? <laughs> justice for you, isn't it? <laughs> oh, but it's done and dusted, brother. It's done and dusted, never to be done again. If you watch Correct. them again, keep it private. I don't want to know. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Good night, oh, well. Done now. That was show 20. Me moaning about something you like. So, what are we doing for our next episode? I think we're going to do a little uh, rundown of the year. I think that's a fantastic idea. I think that's a fantastic idea. I, I will say this I do have one disappointment. Oh. One of the movies I would look forward to seeing and talking about, maybe, if it made my list, hmm. was. It's the autopsy of Jane Doe because it was directed by the guy who did Troll Hunter. Okay, but we're not get we're it's not going to come out till like December twenty third here. Well, if you haven't seen it by the time we do the list, it doesn't go on. Exactly. But you you can give it an honourable mention or, or as something you're looking forward to seeing. Yes, yes. Because I think there's a couple that I'm probably going to miss by the time we do the list or whatever. But we'll do a we'll do a top ten. Potentially an honorable mention or two, and absolutely we got to do a turkey. Oh, yeah, I know what my turkey of the year is. I know what my turkey of the year is. Oh, this could be interesting. It will be. Oh, okay. It will be. It will be. Because I have no idea what yours is. It will be. Okay, fantastic. Well, we'll hold that thought until we record again for show 21. Absolutely. Excellent. Well, it's been emotional. It has. The wrong kind of emotions, but it's been emotional. And actually, I provided... A list of somewhat decent early found footage to watch, if you're so inclined. Wow. If you're so inclined. I'm not, no. Okay. Well, then don't, Chris, you don't watch it. No. And, and I would, I would suggest on most of those that I mentioned, Blue not watch them either because she has motion sickness really bad. So (laughs) those ones I mentioned, it'll just make her sick. That's true. Um, yeah, she got that from watching Wreck, didn't she? She did. Yeah. She did. But, uh, yeah, Rex, Rex, my, that is the found footage. Rex 1 and Rex 2, they're the ones I like. I like them. They are, they're great movies. They period. are. Period. End of sentence. Great movies. Yes. And I quite like the last exorcism Agreed. as well. The first one, not the shit yep. second one. And that's not found footage, and it's still shit. The Witch. Oh, uh, yeah. Last Exorcism 2. Fucking terrible film. <laughs> but there we go. Righty ho. So, show 21, end of year, round up, and then it'll be Christmas. Woohoo! That's right. First show of the next year, we're going to cover Bigfoot found footage movies. No, we fucking ain't. <laughs> you can do that one on your own. Oh, I could. You know, it took a lot of convincing to get Chris to watch Paranormal Activity series. Okay. <laughs> um, so I'm not going to poke the bull anymore. No, no. I've got to get my revenge on you now. So I, I know, I know. We'll be, we'll be doing that Human Centipede trilogy yes, at some point. Yes, yes, we will. <laughs> and I don't even love them. I just want to see you squirm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But I hate. Hmm. I have watched all three of them. Yeah, because but, I'm of the firm opinion that you can't bitch about a movie if you've not seen it. Well, yes, I agree with that. But also, 
the exception to that is Keith Lemon, the movie. Oh, really? You can bitch about that? I can bitch about it because I've never seen it, but I've seen the TV series it's based on, and that makes me fucking ah, mad. So okay. I'll never watch the film. I gotcha. I gotcha. But there you go. But no, you're quite right. Um, yeah, I need to rewatch the third one. I've only watched that once, and I can't re-remember it. So there you go. There you go. Right. Well, we'll get there at some point next year. But until then, we shall say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Let's just say I couldn't run away. I was too busy masturbating. <laughs> They start off being cunts, they end up being cunts. There's no... Well, yeah, of course.